Fancy seeing you here. I'm your host, Allie Ray, a serial entrepreneur and mom who loves building brands and raising babies. This is a podcast about being on brand and in season in every facet of your life. Each week, we dive into topics around business and brand development while sprinkling some hard-earned life lessons in there too. So if you love a good brand and a good breakdown, buckle up and come along with me as I sort of seamlessly switch between major life roles in an attempt to fulfill all the life dreams of a type A Enneagram 3 millennial small business owner who wants to help other entrepreneurs and raise good humans. This is The Allie Ray Haney Show. Welcome back to another episode of the Allie Ray Haney Show. We are going back to my roots today where I feel nice and right at home, and that's behind the camera. If you're in the process of planning a branding photography session, then this episode is meant to help you simplify that process. Or if you've been super intimidated by hiring a branding photographer, even though you know you need one, then this episode will hopefully bring your mind to ease and give you some idea of what in the world to expect when you finally do hire that branding photographer. First things first, though, let's discuss what exactly brand photography is. Brand photography is a visual representation of your brand. Let me say that again. Brand photography is a visual representation of your brand. Now, that sounds a little bit abstract, but I'm going to break it down into very simple parts today. We are taking all of your values, your mission, your client experience, your colors, your brand descriptors, all of that. We're taking all those things and we're putting them into a visual. Now, if this sounds intimidating to you, please do not worry. It's not your job to make these visuals happen. It's the photographer's job, but the tips in this episode will help you help them make the best of your session and give you exactly what you need. Second thing, second, I have to tell you what brand photography is not. Brand photography is not a headshot session. Sure, headshots absolutely can be included in your branding photography session, but brand photography pushes past the standard headshot to develop a storyline that potential customers and clients can buy into. Okay, now that we've set the foundation, let's jump in, shall we? You guys know. One of my all-time favorite things to do is to set goals. So the first thing we're going to talk about is setting goals for the session. I set goals for everything for the year, for the month, for the week, for myself, for my husband, for my kids. So a branding photography session is absolutely no different. Without goals, we have no direction. And ultimately, these branding images should be utilized across all of your marketing efforts, like your website, your social media, your blog, any email marketing you might do. So before we even start planning the session, let's plan your goals. A good example of this is if these images are supposed to last you for, let's say, six months, and within the next six months, you're wanting to start your email list or revive an old email list that you used to utilize more, well, then that's something that you should tell your photographer because that will tell your photographer that he or she needs to have some horizontal images for you to use in your email newsletters. Or if you're looking to go full speed ahead in your social media marketing, or like you specifically want to focus on Instagram for the next six months, then that will tell your photographer that you need mostly vertical images. 
Or if you're looking to start a Shopify or e-commerce shop and you need a horizontal image with a bunch of negative space to put like a text overlay in Canva, then that would also be good for your photographer to know. So gather that short list of specific goals and pass those along to your photographer so that he or she can tailor their shooting to those needs. And speaking of goals, let's take a quick break for an affiliate commercial for PowerSheets, one of my favorite goal planning resources. Have you guys seen the meme that says, were you a pleasure to have in class or were you really the type A oldest daughter with an undiagnosed anxiety disorder? Well, that's me. But the words in that statement I really like to focus on are pleasure and type A. And one thing that brings me pleasure as a type A woman is goal planning and achieving. Since 2017, I've been using this incredible goal planner called PowerSheets made by a company called Cultivate What Matters. It's a completely comprehensive standalone resource that walks you through the prep work to identify which areas of your life you want to focus on for the year. I use this goal planner for both my personal and professional goals. And my favorite part is that it walks you through how to break down those big goals into small actionable steps to execute throughout the year. A few goals I've achieved by using this planner are sending annual birthday cards to my friends, creating a schedule to meal plan and purchase groceries, and going through an entire service offering pivot within my business. So if you're looking to become more goal-focused and task-minded, PowerSheets are a great tool to get you there. Head to the Cultivate What Matters website at cultivatewhatmatters.com and use code AllieRayHaney for 10% off at checkout. All right, now back to the episode. Okay, now that we have our goals, it's much easier to be more specific when we are creating a shot list. Creating a quality shot list is going to take some time and some thought, so don't rush the process. Like we mentioned before, the goal with any branding session is to harness the brand and display visual representations of it. In order to do this, sometimes we have to think outside the box. That's just going to be necessary as we create this shot list. I usually like to think in terms of person shots and prop shots. Person shots are the ones that either you or a model or both will be in. And prop shots, on the other hand, will be shots with just a prop or a product in it. One thing I love to do is source some shot ideas from your audience that you already have built. What do they think of when they think of your brand? And this is a great exercise, both in terms of nailing down specific shots for your shot list, but also to ensure your current messaging is coming across correctly and adequately. Let's go through some questions that you can ask yourself as you start to brainstorm a shot list for your session. Number one, which parts of my client experience are special to me and my brand or business? And how can I showcase those visually? Let me give you a couple of examples. First example was when I was a wedding photographer, I gave all of my brides an Allie Ray Haney photography bridal guide. So I could have taken prop shots of that bridal guide accompanied with some florals to elevate that visual, almost like a flat lay that I would take on a a wedding day. Another one of my branding photography clients, she is a Pilates studio owner. It was her goal from the very start of her studio to create a welcoming atmosphere for all of her students, regardless of whether it was their first time doing Pilates or their 500th time doing Pilates. So during one of her branding sessions, we did a series of photos that documented every single step of participating in a class at Pilates Barlex, which is her studio name. We literally broke it down to the most minute parts, like walking in the door, putting your items into a bin at the front of the studio, slipping off your shoes, putting on grippy socks, 
adjusting your springs and shoulder blocks on your reformer, beginning the class, a water break, wiping down the reformer at the conclusion of the class, like literally every single tiny part we could think of, we broke it down. And so when a new client would access her social media or uh, come to her studio, they would know exactly what to expect. There would be absolutely no surprises. And now she does actually have that on her social media. So potential clients who are interested in joining her studio can feel welcome and confident as soon as they walk through the studio door. Okay, the second question you can now ask is, do I have any launches approaching for which I need specific marketing materials? And I already sort of touched on this before, but a launch can be anything from a new service that you're offering or relaunching previously offered services that, you know, have already existed. And either way, that's both of those are fine. I just want you to think through what imagery you might need for those launches. So what is the new service offering and how can we illustrate that for your audience? What is the new course or podcast or product or resource offering? And how can we illustrate that for your audience? Let me give you another example because apparently examples are the theme of this episode. One of my clients is an accountant. She was launching a course about write-offs for business owners. And as I was looking through the course that was about to be launched, there were some clip art and like stock images that were used throughout the slides. I suggested instead of using clip art or stock images that we could take some images of her to use specifically for certain parts of that course. Like there was a section about what you could write off for travel. And I had her bring a suitcase to our session as a prop and photographed her walking out the door with it as if she were on her way to a business trip. Okay, another question you can answer is, are you planning any educational blog posts for your audience within the next six months? If so, what type of visuals are necessary to accompany those educational posts? My brain always, like I said, works better with examples, so we're going to keep going with that train of thought. Let's say you are a flower farmer, and you're doing some educational blog posts surrounding how to plant the tubers that you're currently selling. I would encourage you to add a sequence of you actually planting the tuber step-by-step so that we could illustrate that to your audience within that blog post. Now, If this all sounds like too specific, like that's one blog post, why would I spend so much time at a branding session to be able to capture that? I can promise you that it's not too specific. And this is why the images that come from each of those brainstorming questions that we've already covered. If if your brand is consistent, you will be able to use those images in multiple places. So those images just aren't going to stay only on the blog post about planting tubers. They're also going to be able to be used on your social media or an email marketing email that announces the sale, right? You are going to be able to use those in multiple places, but having the base of how you're going to use those images initially will then give you a jumping point to be able to brainstorm what that shot list could be. Next question is what are my brand identifiers and how can I incorporate those into my session? I'm going to put a pin in this though. We're going to touch on brand identifiers a little bit more in just a second. So let me come back to that one. And the final thing that I want you to brainstorm for your shot list is I want you to pretend that you are telling a story with only visuals and ask yourself a series of who am I questions. Who am I as a business owner? 
who am I as a insert your job title here? Who am I as a photographer or a flower farmer or an accountant or a Pilates studio owner? Who am I as a spouse? Who am I as a mom? Who am I as a fill in the blank that is something that is unique to you and your brand? Answering these questions, these who am I questions, they'll start to tell the story of you, your life, your brand, and your business. You do not have to use every single one of these roles as a storyline, but those should get your juices flowing to start the process of beginning to tell that story. Okay, and we'll touch on locations a bit more in a second, but as you are curating your shot list, I want you to also start thinking of the setting of your shoot. If you're doing multiple locations or multiple spots within one location, start to segment that shot list into the location or area where the image will be shot. This will make it easier as we progress in the process to stay organized and ensure that we're capturing everything at the right time. As promised, let's jump back into brand identifiers that I very briefly touched on a second ago. Brand identifiers are the topics to which your audience or ideal client is extremely responsive. These are typically personal things like maybe your pets or your hobbies. It, it can be like likes or dislikes, interests or hobbies, colors, pets, family or your kids. It could be your pre-entrepreneurial background. It could be travel, like whatever your interests are, whatever your audience responds back to the most, that's going to be considered a brand identifier. And if you're having difficulty determining your brand identifiers, then I suggest you take the time to sit down and write out a long list of all the different possible brand identifiers based off of different areas of your life. You can refer back to those who are you questions to kind of give you a place to jumpstart from and start posting about those items, like the items in that long list to gauge which ones your audience interacts with the most. And then you will know which ones to incorporate into your branding session when it comes time for that session. One brand identifier that I can use from my own business is the fact that I used to be an English teacher prior to being an entrepreneur. I allude to that quite often, and this gives me like two image ideas right off the top of my head to be able to take this idea and convert it into a visual image. First, I could sit on a couch reading a favorite book. Perhaps this is a business book that I plan to write an educational blog post about. Or I could do what I call a prop shot and photograph a stack of books to use as a filler image for the hygiene content on my social media. All right, next up is something that I feel like a lot of people have anxiety about when planning their branding session. It is selecting outfits. When selecting outfits for a branding session, it can be difficult to find a place to start, but I want you to know that it's actually much simpler than it initially seems once a few guidelines are kind of set in place to guide your selection. First and foremost, I want you to wear your brand colors or variations of your brand colors. This will keep your brand and your marketing appearance consistent on your social media, your website, your blog, your digital marketing, wherever you use your images. If I'm looking at your social media for the very first time, I should be able to get a general idea of the colors of your brand. And if not, it's time for you to have a branding session. One concern I often hear is that clients don't have outfits in their brand colors. And if this is the case for you, I suggest either a self pampering shopping trip or just dressing in neutrals if you have them like whites, beiges, and or like light pastels. 
As your brand and your business continues to grow, though, you'll be able to reuse these outfits for other occasions as well. So like networking events or expos or conferences that you attend, you could wear the same outfits over again. And so I would consider it a business expense, you know, I actually don't really take my advice for that. Um, go talk to my accountant client, Brittany Settle with Kinesi Co. She would actually be able to tell you if that's a business write-off or not. I'm actually going to seriously like link her information in the show notes so you can ask her. Um, next, be sure to think through each entire outfit. And I'm talking the top, the bottom, if you're wearing a dress, Um, Think about the cardigan, the shoes, the accessories, earrings, necklace, bracelets, watch, your hairstyle, every single piece of the outfit, think through it. I often will have my clients create like layered outfits where they put like a cardigan over a dress or a blouse, and then they can wear the cardigan for some of the shots and then take the cardigan off for others and bury the outfit so that they can get a little bit more variety in the final gallery as a whole. I also encourage my clients to start out with their hair down and bring a couple of like clips or hair ties or something to be able to vary the hairstyle throughout the session based on the shot list. Again, it just gives that final gallery a little bit more variety and longevity when you're using the same images across your social media for the next six months. This may sound nitpicky, but I also want you to coordinate your outfits with the locations where you'll be shooting. One of my clients is a bridal hairstylist, and she wanted to showcase what she did outside of hair, like making charcuterie boards or lounging with her pups. So when she was in a comfortable spot or setting, like her bed or the couch, she wore a comfy sweater or shirt and leggings and jeans. Versus when she was in her studio, like she would be for a bridal trial day or an actual wedding day, she was wearing what she would actually wear during a trial or wedding day, which was an all black jumpsuit. And this may sound obvious, but having it planned in advance is so much easier to execute on the day of and not feel like disorganized or rushed on the actual day of the shoot. Overall, once that shot list is finalized, it can be easier to like narrow down the outfit selection as well because you know what vibes you're going to be going for. Once that shot list comes together, the rest sort of falls into place, including location selection, which is our next topic. As you answer the who are you questions from earlier, places will naturally start to come to mind. For example, if you want a lot of shots with your son or daughter playing with his or her favorite toys, you will likely want to make home one of your locations. It seems pretty simple, but I often get questions about location. And one of those questions is, how many locations should I have for my session? And this really depends on the session itself, what your goals are for that session, and the photographer who is conducting your session. I say generally three locations can encompass a complete representation of who you are as a person, as a business owner, spouse, parent, traveler, etc. However, I have conducted an entire five-hour session in just one location and never ran out of places to shoot. And keep in mind that a location doesn't have to be a physical address change. It can simply be a location switch within the same house. Like one location can be kitchen, one location can be office, one location can be living room. The next concern I often hear is my home office is hideous. What should I do? And please don't fret if that's the case for you. That's okay. There are several good options to book a session location. 
Your photographer may have a studio where you all can shoot, so be sure to ask them first. They also might have regular places where they go to shoot if they don't have their own studio. So they're a really great resource to ask. You can also look at Airbnb for location options. Oftentimes, a lot of those spaces are decorated really minimally, which minimizes distractions in your photos, which is good. I will warn you, however, that some Airbnb rentals do not allow commercial shoots, which is technically what a branding session or any type of session is where there's an exchange for time and money. So just to be safe, I would ask the host prior to to assuming that a session would be allowed. Um, Another place or another great option is Home Studio List. That is an online site, which is essentially an Airbnb for content creation. So you're able to rent the spaces by the hour and they are curated and decorated already. I've had some colleagues have really great success with this site. I've never used it personally. Um, It's not super new, but it's definitely in a season of rapid expansion. So even if there isn't a space immediately near you now, there probably will be in a few months. Finally, Peerspace is a similar site to Home Studio List with the same rent by the hour concept. Both of those options, um, Home Studio List and Peerspace, are really great because you don't have to worry about them not allowing the commercial photography since that's obviously like what they're intended for. Finally, if there's a way to embed a bit of business strategy in your location selection, I would absolutely love that for you. So for example, if you're a wedding vendor, you could contact a venue where you'd like to work to see if they'd be willing to allow you to have part of your session there. You would not only get great images at a venue where you'd like to work, you would have those images to show that you are familiar with that location for potential clients so you could tag yourself as working there on social media, and you could possibly have the opportunity to chat with the owner or the manager to network with them and introduce yourself. It's just good strategy. (laughs) Okay, we're in the final stretch. The last planning item I want to address is props. Similar to locations, They begin to sort of fall into place once you start telling the story of you and your brand and your business. The key here is to make it as comprehensive of a list as possible. Um, Here are a few prop pointers that you may not have previously considered. First, I want you to think through each frame. Let's pretend like you're a wedding photographer. If you plan to do a behind the scenes shot of you styling a flat lay, then remember you of course need all the flat lay supplies like an invitation suite florals, shoes, vow books, anything that you want to include in that flat lay. I want you to write each of those props down so that nothing is forgotten, especially if you're going to be traveling to a different shoot location than your house. If you're celebrating, let's say, for example, a business anniversary, and you want to have a gold balloon with the anniversary number on it, make sure that's on the list to order and to pack. Second, each and every prop should be on brand. And that means color and style. For example, if you're using postcards in your session to showcase your love of travel, I want you to find postcards that are in your brand colors. If you are a prior teacher like me, and you're going to do that stack of books to represent uh, the love of lifelong learning, make sure you pick books that are in your brand colors. It seems silly almost and very minimal, but it will really bring together the consistency of your final gallery and ultimately your online presence wherever you display these images. If you decided that your home office is out, but you're still shooting office shots like writing in your planner or working behind your laptop, make sure you have all of those supplies gathered. It is the 
worst when you get to a session location and forget one integral part of your normal office setup. So even if this is a bag that you pack often with your laptop and your planner and your pencil pouch, please just make a list and check each individual prop off as you pack it. You can never be too prepared. And finally, simple and organized is always going to be better than cluttered. People tend to overcrowd or clutter spaces, especially like at a shoot, because they don't want to leave anything out. But by telling small, clear bits of a story, one piece at a time, it makes those individual pieces more digestible and more memorable for your audience. Okay, now you have set your goals, created your shot list, defined your brand identifiers, selected outfits, determined locations, and made your prop list. After all of those are completed, you're ready for your branding photography session to bring your brand from concept to visual representation. If you are overwhelmed by this prep list, please, please, please realize that the execution of this list typically takes place over one to three month timeframe. So it's very manageable when you spread it out amongst those months. And as you do it more often, you'll begin to start thinking of shots for the next session before it's even time to start planning that next session. And also, I want you to remember that you are the client. Your photographer is there to help you succeed along the way. Each of my clients receive a questionnaire that asks them pretty much everything we just discussed, their goals, their values, their colors, so that I can play a heavy role in helping to plan their shot list and their overall session. And also, I just want to caveat this with, I want you to know that not every brand photographer is the same. So if your brand photographer has a slightly different system than mine, that's okay. Different strategies can still yield great results. Now, if you are still looking for a brand photographer, I know a good one. (laughs) No, but seriously, if you feel like we would be a good fit, I'm East Coast based, but I am still willing to travel and I've captured brands across many industries from wedding vendors to construction companies to accountants to fitness instructors. My strategies work across all of those industries because they're based on my immense branding research, not just around marketing trends of the moment. So let's update those brand visuals and get the next chapter of your story started. As always, I hope this was helpful as you build your brand and your business. I cannot wait to catch up next Wednesday for the final episode of season one of the Allie Ray Haney show. But until then, keep dreaming, keep creating, and remember, your brand is your story. Let's tell it together. As my son would say, did it. You just completed another episode of the Allie Ray Haney show. If you found this helpful, please rate, review, and subscribe to help others find this show and so you never miss an episode. Take a look at the show notes for all the resources mentioned in today's episode. Let's continue the conversation over in my private Facebook group, The Allie Ray Haney Show Insiders. See you next Wednesday, and as always, I'm here cheering you on as you build your dream brand and business.